Hello listeners, this is Dr. Jay again, coming with another episode of Real Women in Conversation. Today I have my two original guests back to have a part two conversation on dealing with life issues. In the last talk, we talked about how to identify the problem that you're having and some techniques used to dig deep into it, get to know what it is, and uh, what then do you do with it? So today we want to talk about next steps. So I'll ask the ladies to give us some ideas on the next steps to take after you've journaled, after you've uh, prayed about it, after you've gotten counseling, what do you do now with the new self that you've discovered? Guess one. Thank you. Happy to be back to further discuss this topic and hopefully it's helping someone out there. But in terms of implementing a plan after you've gone to speak with the counselor, therapist, you've gone over things, you've done the soul searching or we've gone home, we're at home on the floor, you know, we've cried out to God, we've journaled, we've gone to the mountains, we've written all of that. Now it's time to come back you know, with a plan because we've got to move on with life. There's a better us. Now, at least we're on the right track, mm -hmm. you know, to becoming that better person. So one of the things and the area that I was going to discuss today or will discuss is um, the loss of a career job. And so with that, anytime you have a life event or anything horrific that happens, you know, they talk about the, the steps, you know, to grief recovery. And you just implement those in your, your life. It doesn't have to be at the loss of a loved one, you know, or a person. It could be because you lost a career job. And so once you get to the bottom, and I'm just really big with making sure you're honest with yourself, you sit down, you have a nice, strong support system, somebody you can talk to, you go to therapy if you need it. Um, one of the things that I did learn, and this was really good, didn't necessarily learn this in therapy, but listening to Les Brown, and he talked about, a lot of times we want to go back and rebuild. We want to go back and put things together the way that they were, you know, and just make it better. But it says, you know, each time that we wake up, it's a new opportunity mm -hmm. for us. We don't have to rebuild or recreate. We can start all over and create something brand new. So if you get to that place, which for me, that was, you know, the case with losing career job that, hey, this is now an opportunity for a new opportunity. Um, my mentor shared with me, guess what? You're going to have a new skill set. Take that and, and use it. Take that and run with it. So you grab a hold of that and say, okay, this is what we're going with. This is a plan for your life. And you move forward with that. And so when I finally got it in my head, okay, this is just how life is. You know, sometimes we cannot help what happens to us but it's what you're going to do with it now so that was that was a part of the steps that i went through you know with therapy with counseling now what do you do what is life going to look like for you let's implement these steps so that guess what there's a better you you're going to eventually get to your destination it may not be the route or the path that you initially thought was going to get you there um, but you are going to get there so decided let's not worry about the past we can't fix that can't go back and change anything but this is an opportunity for new a new skill set um, a new start new opportunities new people and so you just walk in that it's going to be new you know the unfamiliar and sometimes we have issues with that you know we're accustomed to things being a certain way I mean our lives can become so um, 
with being on task, the same monotony every day, going through the same schedule, you know, you know where your parking space is, you know where you eat lunch, your favorite people, and now you're just out here. So I'm starting all over again. It's not to say that it's not scary, you know, but one thing I have learned, we talked about in our first session with prayer and God giving directions, you can't go wrong. You just have to have the faith to step out to say, hey, I'm going to do this because if I don't do this, I'm going to stay stuck. If I don't get up now and do something, I'll be here a year from now. I'll be here five years from now. Life doesn't wait for anyone. It's not that you should not be in touch and be real with yourself and allow yourself to go through the steps if you are grieving, you know, if you're hurt, you're, you're angry, you know, and then you have that part where you're trying to bargain and reason. And then, you know, sometimes depression is in there. And at some point, we just have to accept, you know what, life just happened to me. And with life happening, let's make a decision to get up from this place and let's keep it moving. Excellent advice. Guess two, will you add to that? Sure. So thank you again for having me. I'm always a pleasure to be here with both of you. Um, so in my case, um, mine was actually a, a loss of relationship, right? Mm -hmm. So I didn't know what to do because honestly, I've always been like this individual who always had my own way of doing things, very unique, you know, blah, 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 what have you. But then once I got married, I found a lot of my identity in being married to this particular individual. Fantastic individual, just happened to not be fantastic together, if you know mm -hmm. what I mean. Yes. But um, um, once we actually ended our relationship, I felt like I had lost control of like everything. Like, who am I? What am I supposed to be doing? Mm -hmm. How do I manage this? How do I manage that? And I literally felt like like I had taken a detour to crazy town. I mean, honestly, because I wasn't I wasn't feeling as though I had any control over the different pieces and aspects of my life. Um, but what I had to do was stop, as we talked about before, be quiet, become centered. I did have to go get some counseling as well. Um, and then I had to really sit and try to figure out, okay, what are the next steps after this particular uh, occurrence in my life? Uh, where do I go from here? Um, how do I recover from this? And I had to ask, again, some very serious questions, do some introspection, do some journaling. And once that process was kind of done, I actually was able to put together a plan on paper. I had to write it down. Uh, if you come into my bedroom, um, you'll see that I have these huge big 3M sticky notes that are um, huge pieces of paper on my wall. And they have everything on those pieces of paper from my budget to my goals to even, you know, ideas for a business. I had to write it down and actually see it. Um, but what I'll say to uh, our listeners is once you make a plan and once you have figured out next steps, don't be afraid to recalibrate or redirect. Mm -hmm. There's no law yeah. that says once we've made a plan or once we think we're going in the right direction, there's nothing that says that we cannot redirect or recalibrate. There's a, I received some fantastic uh, advice from one of the young ladies sitting at this table, which was don't always think that everything is so permanent. Things can change. You are not relegated to just this particular instance or situation or period in your life. There is life beyond this particular point in your life. You can make changes and you can move forward. So I, I, I found myself being very pleased with the cycle of understanding there's a plan, 
there could possibly be execution, then recalibration, maybe redirection and replanning again. So it's kind of a cycle that we follow uh, with our lives. Um, and that's the way I've been able to kind of make it to the point where I am now, past the demise of my relationship, um, moving into the uh, remainder of what's next in my life. That's fantastic. I was reminded while you were speaking of a blog that I uh, wrote in June or July of 2018 when it says uh, achieving work-life balance, redesigning your life on purpose for a purpose. Mm -hmm. And that contains some of the elements that you just spoke of. When you first have to deconstruct where you are now, mm -hmm. so you're gonna take the whole apart. Mm -hmm. This is what I used to do, this is what I was. Now let me peel back the layers mm -hmm. and get to what I am now. What am I now? Mm -hmm. The second one is look at it differently. You're not in that relationship anymore. You're not, you don't have that job anymore. Mm -hmm. So you have to take a different point of view on it. Mm -hmm. The uh, third step in this, and this is, I should indicate, is from a book saying the, design the life you love. But reconstruct it, you put it back together. Mm -hmm. You've taken out the pieces that no longer work for you right now. Exactly. And decided that uh, there are some things that I need to keep that, that, that are yeah. a part of me, mm -hmm. but there are some things I need to discard. The, the old relationship, the old ties to the old workplace, mm -hmm. whatever it is. And then you need to take that final step of giving it form, giving it an expression. What is it that I'm going to be now? Mm -hmm. So the, taking those steps to first deconstruct and then to reconstruct, reconstruct your yes, life. Yes. And as you indicated, there is no shame in reconstructing, finding out that there's something that still needs to be changed. Yes, that's true. And erasing that's something true. and moving on and with moving that. On, yeah. mm -hmm. So that's excellent. Guest one, you want to add to that? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I, I, I'll say that um, when, it, when it does come to um, deconstructing and reconstructing, deconstruction can really feel like chaos. Mm. Um, that deconstruction period of pulling together those pieces, whether it be something going on in our health, something going on in our relationships, in our career, with our children, you know, even in the spiritual plane, uh, or even with my own self-value or self-worth, when that's deconstructed, it can really look like a mess. But the very, you know, the, the blessing in all that, I should say, is the reconstruction mm -hmm. part of being able to see where there are opportunities, as guess one said, for improvement. Uh, mm -hmm. Opportunities for um, trying to either remove that which is not fitting for our lives mm -hmm. or adding something that is fitting for our lives mm -hmm. to enhance us and make us better individuals. Right. And if you're not comfortable doing this action plan for yourself or the deconstruction, Absolutely. then the counseling and the talking Absolutely. to people with experience actually helps. Yeah. And I do agree with that. Um, none of the deconstruction, I mean, I've had excellent people in my life to offer support, you know, whether it's through counseling or that circle of support, you know, that I have to ask those hard questions. And sometimes we don't want to because we have some things that are so protected. Mm -hmm. When you pride yourself, you feel like you were on this track, you did what you were supposed to do, you went to school, you have the job, you work hard at your job, and you pride yourself, and then all of a sudden it seems like, you know, the rug is just pulled from under you or everything is just exploded and you just have this mess and it's picking up the pieces. So with that picking up the pieces, which pieces are we picking up? Mm -hmm. You know, as you just shared, we're going to keep some mm -hmm. and then we're just going to leave the rest and to know the core of who you are. Mm -hmm. We're going to pick that up and then we're going to move on and we're going to apply it in the next place. 
and to know that if you were fierce here, you can be fierce in the next place. Absolutely. You just exactly. keep it going, but it's just a matter of a mindset. When things happen, and I always say this, you know, you cannot um, separate yourself or feel like you're superwoman, that you don't feel anything. Allow yourself to be human, mm. you know, and just That's keep great. things in perspective. We mm. just don't live in that place forever. And then you have to have people in your life to come and say, it's time to get out the bed. Mm -hmm. It's time to dry your eyes. Mm -hmm. And this is your homework mm -hmm. assignment. When I see mm -hmm. you next, mm -hmm. I need for you to have a plan to tell me, what do you plan to do mm -hmm. with your life? Where are you going from here? I was reminded also that when this did happen, one of my mentors, she shared with me, this has been the only time in your career that you've had a break. Mm. Take this time to rest. Take this time. If God has you in a holding pattern, you're not going to go under. You're not going to be destroyed. And, you know, in your mind, you're trying, how am I going to, to make it? Okay, we are talking. You know, this is your, mm -hmm. your source. This is your income. At the end of the day, God reminded me, no, I am Come on, your, your source. source. Yes. You know, I am the reason that you survive mm -hmm. and that you make it. So that support system is everything. But if you do have that break, and I was blessed to have that opportunity, I did not want to have this time off and then just lose and be stressed and be frustrated. Mm -hmm. And it was just wasted time. It took me a few minutes to settle down into that. Mm -hmm. Since you're here, since you're off, take it, embrace it, enjoy it, have peace, put your life together, get the plan, and let's move on. Mm -hmm. And so with that, that's what happened and in a better place now. And you sit back and look at your life and say, God, I thank you for the path that you had me on. Mm -hmm. While it would not have been the choice that I would have selected for my own life, right. this is where I am. And I'm in a much better place now than I was before. And so you have to agree that God's wisdom is surpasses human wisdom every time. Every single and time. what we see as unfairness because I should have been fired, I shouldn't have been left. Mm -hmm. He sees yeah. it as a way of taking you out of a situation mm -hmm. and putting you on a whole different plane. Mm -hmm. Perhaps, that, and I know there is uh, uh, one young lady that I've talked to who had been talking about and talking about leaving a particular situation for a long time, but stubbornly clung to it because that's what I know. That's what mm -hmm. I know. That's where I'm comfortable. That's where my support mm -hmm. system is. Mm -hmm. And the more she stayed there, the worse the situation got <laughs> mm -hmm. until it became unbearable. Right, yeah. And then once it becomes unbearable, then you can stop and see and assess as you did yes. in your situation that I'm put in this rough spot for a reason. Mm -hmm. And I need to step back and see what God is trying to teach me right here. Like and that. then move forward mm -hmm. with my life. Absolutely. Now, in this Design the Life You Love book, I, there was three things that you guys have touched on that I wanted to talk about. We've each talked about them. There are going to be three boxes, this young lady says. Mm -hmm. The box where you just get rid of stuff in your life because everything you currently have in your life, you don't need to keep it. That's true. There are friendships that are even transitory. They, yes. they, they're not there for good. Mm -hmm. there, there are other things in your life that you don't need to keep, so you need to get rid of it. Mm -hmm. In the next box, there are some things that you keep. There are some good things about yourself, your qualities as a human being, uh, the, the love you have for God, your strength, right. the, the love that you have for your family. These are things that you don't want to change your moral compass right. that you get from knowing right. God's word. Those mm -hmm. are the things you want to keep. But there could be some things that you keep, but you need to transform. Mm -hmm. So there are a few ah, things that you good. may want to change right. about the way you approach things. Right. I'm not going to hit 
you know, straight on into everything, I'm going to stop and assess and make sure that this is a good opportunity for me before I move forward. So when you're redesigning your life and your action plan, I like the fact that you guys said that you need to develop a support system first, people who are on your side. Mm -hmm. You said you need to stop worrying about the past and move forward. Mm -hmm. And so often we get to this point that you brought up, which is getting unstuck. Because sometimes even as we're trying to move ahead, we'll get stuck in a particular position. So we need to get unstuck. So I think we've put a, a good piece of information together for people to use. And sometimes you need to, if you can't do it by yourself, I've found self-help books good, but you have to find a good one. I can't recommend this one today, but I've looked at it, and uh, this guy comes on Dr. Phil's show a lot, uh, Mike Beyer, who has uh, Bear, I guess. His book, Best Self, Be You, Only Better. Hmm, Where he's talked about exactly what you ladies have talked about, so you could have written this book yourself. (laughs) Right. Which is, what is the plan for your life? And Mm -hmm. when you find yourself stuck, and one of the biggest things that he talks about and what he provides with his services is having a life coach, counselor, somebody else, Mm -hmm. who helps you through the tough times, put you on the right path, and hold you accountable to your action plan and you always need someone on your support system who's going to hold you accountable like at the next meeting Mm -hmm. what have you completed your homework (laughs) okay any closing remarks anybody i i guess Mm -hmm. i'll just say that one of the things that i had to do too um was to understand that at this point i need a new vision Good. For my life. Good. Yeah. So I actually, a girlfriend and I sat down and we did a new vision board. Exactly. And because yeah. I was newly single, you know what I mean? And things were changing <laughs> yes. and I'll kind of getting a little older. I was saying, you're not the same age as when we the first one. I'm 28 and older for the 50th time. <laughs> but, you know, I actually had to do a new vision board with new things that I wanted yes. to accomplish in my life as an individual. And that spanned everything. Again, my career, you know, in terms of taking good care of myself, you know, with my you know, with my children, relationships, all of that, just to set a new vision and a new course for my life. And one of the things that I constantly pray about is for God to um, endow me with the right purpose and a clear vision for my life. Um, And a lot of times we all, you know, a lot of us ask, what's my purpose? What's my purpose? What's my purpose? And I fall into that category. What's my purpose, Lord? What's my purpose, Lord? So I'll just say, um, you know, for all of our listeners and, and even still for me, um, understand that that vision can shift and change, um, but but make it plain when it does shift and change. There's nothing wrong with doing a vision board, you know, on a regular basis, even if it's just a piece of vision right. paper. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Right. Just a compass to say, okay, where do I see myself going for this next span of time? Exactly. Well, I think those that's excellent advice to offer to our listeners today. Let me say to the listeners that if you want to comment on this, one way you can do it is by going to our uh, email account, womeninconversation2018 at gmail.com. If you want to read some of the blog information I mentioned, the July 2018 blog on redesigning your life on purpose for a purpose, you can find that at womeninconversation.weebly.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again the second Tuesday in June, June 11th, 2019.